Moncrief on News Talk. Now, back in the mists of time, 25 years ago anyway, Netflix began life as a mail-order DVD rental business. The company recently announced that it's ending that arm of the corporation. Not everyone is indifferent to this. The journalist Zach Schoenfeld has been mourning this loss in The Guardian. Afternoon, Zach. Hello. Thank you for having me. So have you, how long have you, had you, have you been a, a customer of uh, the, the DVD arm of, of uh, Netflix? Well, I've, I've been receiving these DVDs in the mail since 2007. So that's about 16 years now. Right. Okay. And so di- did you notice a difference then when we were told, you know, everything's going to be streamed now, everything will be online and it'll be easier? Well, what, I, what I've noticed is, is that uh, I feel like the central promise of, of streaming is false. I, I think um, the, the big streaming platforms would like you to believe that everything, any movie that you want to watch is easily accessible on a streaming platform. But I, I have found that that's not true. I, I found that uh, many great and culturally significant films from the past are simply not available on streaming platforms. And I'm not just talking about Netflix, which has a very, very limited paltry selection of movies to stream, but even Amazon Prime, there's there's some great films that you simply cannot find to stream anywhere. So that's why that's why I, I still like to use physical media. Yeah, and you, you do cite one example, uh, because you are uh, writing a book about Nicolas Cage's early years, Red Rock West. Was it easy to get that? That's correct. I've I've been working on a book about Nicolas Cage for the past few years, um, and this experience has has shown me that you know, even even a well known movie star like Nicolas Cage, some of his notable early films are simply not available on any streaming platform. Not just Red Rock West, um, but also Wild at Heart, uh, the David Lynch film uh, starring Nicolas Cage and Laura Dern. Um, you know, that's quite a famous and well known movie, and. For some reason, uh, you simply can't stream it anywhere. The, the only way that I've been able to watch Wild at Heart was by uh, purchasing the DVD. That's so strange because you would have thought that DVDs, it's, it's a physical object. It takes up more space. And if everything's in a digital form, it takes up far less space. Right. You you can't compete with the convenience of streaming. And um, I certainly understand that. And, and I use streaming all the time. But, but I've found that... If you're the type of person who, who you know, is a true movie fan and, and who, who cares about um, access to, you know, movies from the past, movies that came out more than 20 or 30 years ago, then, you know, I think, I think you need to hold on to your physical media, hold on to your DVD library, because there's no guarantee that the big streaming companies will, um, you know, will keep your favorite movie on their platform. You know, these platforms are so finicky and unreliable movies are constantly um being removed from amazon prime or from netflix um and and particularly for researchers of film for critics or scholars for anyone who writes about film in a serious way um i think dvds are invaluable because they give you access to movies that are not available on streaming and because because of the extra features because of the the director commentaries and and the behind-the-scenes featurettes, uh, that, that's an experience that has not been replicated on streaming. So why is it, do you think, that the, the streaming platforms don't have, aren't carrying a huge back catalogue of classic films? Is, is it a rights issue? 
In some cases, it is a rights issue. Uh, an example, like Wild at Heart, um, I, I, I think it must, the rights to the film must have fallen into disrepair. I don't know all of the specifics, but um, yes, there are some rights complications that arise um, because obviously licensing a film in, in order to stream it on your platform is, is a very different uh, a, a, very, a very different process legally than just, you know, renting a film out to customers via DVD. Um, but, but there's also the fact that the big streaming platforms, um, they want to cut costs. They, they, they want to save money and, and, you know, their, their incentive is to maximize profit. Their incentive is not to provide the most vast and eclectic selection possible to their audiences. Um, and so I, I think, you know, it, it's sad. I find it sad that the catalog of films that you could rent from Netflix 15 years ago was far more vast and eclectic than um, the catalog that you'll find on most platforms today. You know, we're supposed to be yeah. living in, in an advanced age of technology. We're supposed to, you know, we, we've been told that we would have access to, you know, every movie ever available at our fingertips within moments. And I, I, I just have found that that hasn't squared up with, with the reality of, of the streaming age. Yeah, there's a certain irony in that. Um, and one of our listeners is already saying Red Rock West is a brilliant thriller. Cage Hopper and the late great T, uh, JT Walsh uh, are brilliant in it. The, I think it's that was one of film. Nicolas Cage's, uh, one of his more restrained performances. And that's That's correct. Uh, <laughs> that's, <laughs> yeah. The, uh, what, what do you think will happen to the DVD, though? I mean, it's... It, 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 because it, it looks like it's heading the way that it's, you know, you might get one on eBay kind of thing. Right. Um, you know, I, I don't think DVDs will go extinct. I, I think that there are still a lot of cinephiles out there who collect DVDs. There there are organizations like the Criterion Collection, um, which, uh, you know, the Criterion Collection is known for releasing um, kind of specialty versions of, of films with all kinds of extras and, and uh, beautiful booklets, you know, original essays commissioned by film critics, you know, but that that the Criterion Collection is more of more of like the it, it appeals to an audience of, of film lovers and collectors and it, it doesn't appeal to the to the general public. Um, so I, I think what's happening is that DVDs will become more of a specialty item, more of a boutique item, kind of like the way vinyl is, vinyl records are today. You know, vinyl record is, vinyl records are prized by, you know, serious music fans and collectors, but they're no longer very accessible to the general public. And I, I think that's what will happen with DVDs. And, I, you know, I think it's a shame because there are some great films today. There are some great films like the ones that we've discussed during this interview that are, they're just not available on streaming. You, you need to have a working DVD player in order to access these kinds of films. Yeah, because I, I do notice around Christmas, and now probably people are going to be texting in to correct me on this, I like to watch It's a Wonderful Life every Christmas. You can never okay. get it on a streamer. You always have to watch it on a terrestrial TV channel. Uh-huh. Yeah. That's, that's interesting. Yeah, you'd think that the streaming services would, would want to have such a classic and beloved movie like that. Mm, yeah. Zach, lovely I mean, to part, talk to you. Part, Thanks for Sorry, well, oh, I, sorry I, to interrupt you there. We're out of time, yeah. but thanks for speaking with us today. Zach Sconfell there uh, is uh, a journal. That piece is in The Guardian today uh, if you'd like to check it out. Moncrief, weekdays at 2 p.m. on News Talk.